Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? So um, these previous couple of podcasts have been talking about self-awareness and how to cultivate self-awareness, choosing that if you cultivate awareness, you have much more choice about what happens in your life. You have, you're not so uh, influenced by the outer world, the external world. You're not victimized so much or oppressed by uh, the outer world, but that you become more responsible and accountable for how your life shows up. (laughs) <laughs> and that's a good thing. Uh, I say that to a lot of people and they, they groan. Oh my God, I don't want to be responsible for my life. I totally agree. I spent many, many decades trying to have other people be responsible for me. Uh, I wanted to be dependent on a husband for financial security and stability. I wanted to be, before that I was wanting, I love being dependent on my dad. And I um, actually was not a kind person and was very manipulative and was not honest to myself or him um, and because I wanted to be, I wanted to have that security and the stability of his de- being dependent on him. Uh, and uh, this, is, this, is, this is big in a sense that quite often we manipulate uh, ourselves and our own awareness. We, are, um, we want what we want in a sense in this particular conversation I'm talking about Uh, dependency on other people for our welfare and not wanting to be responsible for our own welfare Uh, and in order to have that be the way it is we um, we let we um, compromise ourselves we compromise our integrity we compromise our honor we compromise our self-respect so that we can have for instance that security and stability that might come from somebody else um, and, you know, when my dad was alive and my mom, I, like I've mentioned, I, I did not have a lot of respect for those people. I didn't like them. Uh, a lot of it had to do with my own attitudes, my own righteousness. However, even though I didn't like them, I continued to try to make a relationship with them, partly because I wanted that relationship with them, but partly because I wanted to be in their good graces so that if I need money, I could have the money, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, my children are not that necessarily that way. And I'm saying not necessarily, but um, they are more honest with their parents than I was with my parents. They're willing to risk um, the financial stability and security for the sake of honoring and respecting themselves. I think that's really cool. And I'm really proud of them, even though that may mean that we have a disconnect in our relationship I, I honor and respect that that's what they need to do to take care of themselves and be in, 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 in their highest truth and their highest knowing and their highest integrity. That's what I want for everybody and, and especially my children. I want them to, to experience that and know that regardless of what that means in terms of the level of connection we have. Now, not everyone, as I've been saying in the last couple of podcasts, not everyone has the same level of awareness. Not everyone has the same level of abilities to know what they want or to know what they feel or to know what they think. Um, a long time ago when I was studying to be a therapist, uh, one of the things that talked about codependency and, and dysfunctional families was uh, a dysfunctional family is where you're not allowed to know what you want, what you need what you think or what you feel. So 
you have to you have to cut yourself off from your own sense of what you want and need and think and feel in order to belong in order to be connected in order to feel safe and that's that's what we sometimes have to do i can't say it's right or wrong because it's within the the dynamics of a functioning dysfunctional relationship that's what has to happen and so there's a lot of us in the world that operate that way and so then to become aware of oh my God, I have a feeling, <laughs> I have a need that's mine and it doesn't agree you know, with my partner or my family or my children. Now what do I do? It be- creates a, a, a dysfunctioning, it, if, I mean, it, not a dysfunctioning, it, it's kind of disorienting when, when we become aware of the fact that we have our own needs and wants and desires. And it's really important for us to know that if we don't, then generally speaking, something's going to happen that's going to create the potential for learning that or becoming aware of it. And quite often, I'm one of those people that believe that diseases, physical stress, uh, and the physical uh, relationship we have with our emotional self or the denying of our emotional self is very, very strong. So if we deny an emotional part of ourselves, it's not unlikely that we're going to get sick in some way or in disease. And I'm not the only one that feels this way or experiences this way. And it doesn't mean that you need to feel guilty if you get sick. The point is, is that you got sick because you need to learn something and that's one way to learn it. And uh, there's other ways to learn it, but that's a good way for, it gets people's attention to wake up when they, when they have an, an experience. And I've known people to wait who have had cancer, stage four cancer, and survived and they said I totally get it I totally get what's mine here and I need to work on in my life but then they somehow fall back asleep if you will and go back into that state of uh, whatever it was that they weren't paying attention to so um, that's really important for us to be aware of I think and because we then become responsible I don't want to get sick I don't want that to be a way for me to get the lessons that I need to get so I'm more conscious to say so what are my lessons here how do I how do I how do I proceed to how how do I stay awake how do I know what my lessons are and basically whatever shows up and it's a conflict or confronting you that's the lesson that's the lesson of the day anything that's confronting you is the lesson of the day and that's part of your curriculum. And if you can see, oh, here's this pattern that keeps confronting me, the same pattern over and over and over, then you go, oh, I get it. There's some belief system here that's in the way that has me uh, do what I do. That's one of the values of a, a coach, a life coach, is they can be a thinking partner for you. So they can hear these patterns. They can see the pattern over time or listen to you and say, oh, it sounds like that's a pattern. What's the thoughts that support and is the source of that pattern? Um, I have a client and um, she's, she, she's so beautiful and such a wonderful being. And yet she continually finds her place, her, her self in places that are, feel like it's compromising herself. And she's so unhappy about that. And yet the consistency of the pattern is phenomenal. It's like, wow, isn't that interesting? You keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. We know that, right? I mean, there's so many of us that, and that's the, the, the definition of insanity, keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result. 
And the more conscious we become, we go, that's, that's the pattern I'm used to doing. It's not giving me the outcome. I got to see if there's another way to do this, another way to be with this. And again, that's the value of a life coach or a spiritual guide or a therapist or a good friend or somebody that you can bounce ideas off of. But generally speaking, if you can um, uh, alleviate the potential burdens of other people with this kind of stuff, you can grow yourself in relation to yourself in a really good way. And um, if you've got friends that are supportive in that way, it's awesome. If not, I encourage you to, to find a thinking partner for you. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. So one of the things that I wanted to mention in this particular podcast was uh, in the line of self-awareness, uh, David Hawkins, who's one of my favorite spiritual teachers, uh, he was on the planet for a long time. He died a number, about five or eight years ago, something like that. He, he was the individual that wrote uh, the book Power Versus Force. He's written many books, and the one that I really like is called Transcending the Levels of Consciousness. And um, when I was um, thinking about, and I've been uh, a life coach, and I've been training people to be life coaches for 20 years, um, but in this one particular situation, I was asking the question, why is this showing up this way? What's, what's creating this vibration in this particular institution, which creates this positivity and this love that keeps showing up uh, month after month? And I, I found his book, Transcending the Levels of Consciousness, which talks about the levels of consciousness from zero to a hundred. No, zero to a thousand. Jesus and Buddha and those guys were up at the thousand. There's people who are in zero to 20, which is the level of shame. And then there's guilt and, and apathy. And I'm not saying I'm in the right order, but pride and fear and all kinds of stuff coming up. And then courage and love, unconditional love, uh, and rapture, the rest of it. And one of the things that he says in that book, which is really interesting, is um, not everyone, not all of us are going to progress, and oneness says this too, the book, not all of us are going to progress to the level of, of a thousand in this lifetime. You know, most of us are lucky if we get to 200, which is where we begin to have a level of reasoning that says, I don't have to be afraid anymore. I don't have to do things the way that everybody else says I have to do. I can make a choice because I don't have to be afraid. That's the level of courage at 200. We have the capacities to grow ourselves into courage and into reasoning and into love and into an expansion of self. We have these capacities. However, as I'm talking to you, you have a level, a capacity to hear what I'm saying, but maybe not a level, a capacity to do anything about it yet. But we're informing your you're, you're, you are allowing yourself to be informed about a perspective or a situation or a possibility, but you may not be able to do anything about it because where you're at in the levels of, of consciousness may not yet support the expansion. So this is a really, really good thing to know for yourself, but also for people that are in your life. Uh, you may have a level of awareness that is different from your parents. Uh, and your parents, if they're elderly or getting older, they have a level of consciousness and a level of awareness that they are, have been, it's been, they are in it. I want to use the word penetrate. They're in it and it's impenetrable. And uh, so many people, you know, the, 
the consciousness of the United States or the consciousness of the Middle East or the consciousness of India or the consciousness. We all have a level of consciousness and because of it, where it's impenetrable to other levels at this point in time and space. And all we can do is um, hold the hold the intention and be the, the highest and highest knowing that we can be for ourselves. And that's what's going to shift the patterns and the penetrable uh, abilities for other consciousness. Uh, I love the work that I've been doing in, in the reading about consciousness just continues to expand on the planet in the universe. And with that, is it, that's a good thing. And we continue to enhance that for ourselves. And as we continue to enhance it for ourselves, we contribute to the well-being of everybody. So, oh my God, I've gone over. <laughs> I lost consciousness there for a moment. So um, again, uh, be conscious. And if you want to be of where you are, be conscious of how it is to be with other people at their level of consciousness, which may not be comfortable for you. It may have been comfortable, but as you grow and change, that may mean you transition away from the relationship in a, in a way that, that works for you and, and works for them. And in that, you become more honoring and respectful of where they are and potentially the capacity. They don't yet have the capacity to change. They don't have the capacity to make a difference for themselves. And we just have to honor that because that's just the way it is. All right. I'm sorry to keep you a little bit longer and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.